0: Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Media. I'm your host, Juliana Martins, and today we're talking to a friend I've known for many years and actually have had the pleasure to work with, Lara Yerdolian, founder of Pretty Connected. Lara is a Renaissance woman and her brand, Pretty Connected, is an award-winning beauty, fashion, and lifestyle blog turned accessories line. We chat about how she got into the beauty industry doing a thousand things from working on some of the biggest brands in the world to writing and producing events for New Beauty Magazine. I'm excited to chat about a PR campaign we did together for her major collaboration with Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter Kesha. In the last year, Pretty Connected's accessories have gained international attention in top media outlets worldwide like Good Morning America, The Today Show, and have also been seen on numerous other celebrities like Sarah Jessica Parker, Bethany Frankel, and more. Let's dive right in and meet Lara. Awesome. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited today to have Lara Yordolian. This woman is an OG New Yorker, and I'm not kidding. Everybody in town knows her and loves her. Welcome, Lara. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm so excited. This is already going to be a fun conversation. I was telling Emma that I, this is just going to be fun. I'm excited.
1: Ask me anything. I feel like you know me so well.
0: (laughs) I do. I was like writing the questions. Like I don't have to research her. Like I know, I know what's going on. You
1: know, you know, (laughs) everything,
0: Um, (laughs) everything. I want to tell everybody how we met since it was just like such a fun (laughs) and crazy circumstance.
1: I have the culprit with me right now. You have the culprit.
0: You have the culprit. So the culprit was her dog Charlie. We, I was in line at Coachella for the Paper Magazine party with, and this man behind me was just holding the cutest little Munchkin dog I've ever seen in my life. And we started talking, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm from New York." I'm like, "Oh my god, no way, me too!" And it, come to find out, we live a block away from each other, like literally on the same block in the city, and then this woman just comes barreling through so stressed. It's like the hottest day <laughs> where like this line is just so freaking long. And, and that's Laura. I, I'm introduced to her as James girlfriend, me. Laura.
1: <laughs> and- yeah. That's me in a bad mood. My like rare occasion. Cause my boyfriend was driving me crazy. He kept disappearing at this party and we were like over an hour late to our next event. And he's just like, whenever he's with the dog, he just makes so many friends. We both do. And I was like, no, it's not the time for friends. We've got to go. And lo and behold, it was so meant to be because I mean, you've been such a big part of my life and we've been in touch ever since you have another Pomeranian in your building. And then when you found out, I found out that you lived in Long Island city. I was like, Oh my gosh, I know this other Palm. And you were like, Oh my gosh, I be sit for that or dog That's sit for literally this." Pom, my neighbor and- dog that's my neighbor dog. And so we like also discovered we had a mutual friend. And then you also were, why uh, were you working for my friend yeah. at the time? Okay. No, yeah, was I, was in,
0: I was in PR at the time. And then we just kept running into each other at these events. Cause yeah. like I said, everyone in town knows Lara, she's invited to every single event. And so of <laughs> course, like she just comes into my building one day. I'm like, Oh my God, Coachella girl. Like, yes, we go way back.
1: No, and you were such a delight even then, even though I was, like, in a mood. (laughs) And after that, I was like, I'm so sorry. I was so mad at him.
0: (laughs) I mean, we're in line at Coachella, and your boyfriend's just talking to, like, these random girls in line. You're probably like, okay, like, I've had enough. Like, let's, let's get this show on the road.
1: Normally friends and be super social. So I love that. But, you know, when you're just like hot and you're late and I think like you had to check our cars and I feel like the wait for that is a million years and we're like in the desert and it was just a moment. But anyways, that moment was so meant to be because that is officially how we met. And I feel like you meet so many people in passing, but with a memory like that and matching Pomeranians, it's just a lifelong friendship. It's just meant to be. Just, I really was meant to be. I do feel like you and I were meant to be friends and like be in each other's lives. So, Absolutely. which we've proven. I mean, you've worked for me, you've worked for me, and you're the most amazing PR person. I can personally say that. Uh, quite. I endorse you on air because you are, and you've helped me so much with my brand. But that's like so far in the future. I didn't even know that I had a brand. I mean, I had a pretty connected brand, at that but time. not an accessories brand at that time. So, yeah, we really were meant to come into each other's lives. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: And just to get into things, so before you had, we'll we'll dive into that a little bit later, but before you had your own accessories line, you worked for brands like NARS, Kiehl's, Jirlik. How did you get your start in the beauty and fashion industry?
1: Yeah. So I went to FIT, fashion suit technology, and I was an international trade and marketing major. And a friend of mine interned at NARS and then got a job in product development and a job just opened up after I graduated in international at NARS, which is like That's insane. I think every girl's dream. Yeah. <laughs> You're Excuse like, me. Would you like to apply for this job at NARS? And I was like, um, yes. And at the time, too, I think I did think I was going to go more into fashion. I was interning at Roxy. I thought I'd go for like a cool lifestyle kind of brand. Um, but at the moment she said, NARS, I was like, I will absolutely apply, got the job and it just sent me on my merry way of beauty. Um, I was there for two years and then Juralik poached me to be their marketing manager and then I, they actually like moved up to Westchester, which was a little bit far of a commute after I signed on like a year and a, a year in, they're like, we're moving to Westchester. And I was like, I don't think
0: that's not, i yet in, like my not in my career,
1: you know, when you're in your twenties in New York city, the idea of like commuting an hour each way to Westchester is just not the ideal. So I actually think that was so serendipitous though, because that's when I started the blog and again this is before blogs were a thing it was like live journaling and it was more to just share good info just information like there wasn't a lot of you know any sort of blogs magazines didn't have blogs this is like over a decade well over yeah I a decade was gonna ago. say like
0: you're one of the OG bloggers in New York. Yeah.
1: Before it was cool or before everybody had a blog. Instagram didn't exist if that really just dates the whole time of me starting that blog. So, you know, and I was always trying different products and doing cool things and I just wanted to share it. So I was like, you know what, I'll start, I'll start a blog about it. And that was great because it led me um, to learning some more about, and again, digital wasn't really a big thing. It was more like conventional
0: marketing, which is what I was in. And what's conventional marketing?
1: I think venture marketing, like doing print ads, working with stores to do events and signage and more like, you know, you could do billboards or, you know, you always see those signs on the street. Just more traditional marketing. Digital, you know, we just didn't have that built out. There wasn't social media. There was Facebook, but we didn't advertise the way we do now. And, you know, you weren't working with influencers and digital stars. It was all just from a different kind of way of presenting. You had websites, but... I think we've really like grown the whole digital landscape over the last decade and being a part of that has been so exciting. Even brands having blogs, you know, you kind of just start to see more of that. So I kind of got in on the beginning of that and learned more of the digital aspect. Cause I think when you're in conventional, oh, I feel like conventional traditional mm-hmm. marketing, you know, digital wasn't as popular or just hadn't grown yet, but it, you could, there were signs that this would sort of be the future. And I think with whichever career you go through, whatever you're doing in life, you always want to kind of be ahead of what's next and be there to grow it. So the blog was kind of a great way to just kind of learn a little bit more about the online world. And, you know, within six months, it started to do really well. And that's what really helped me get my job at Keels because I was heading up social for them. And at that time, they're, you know, they're always looking for people with like five years background, you know, and it didn't exist. So having this sort of blog, starting to meet the early kind of influencers, seeing that brands were starting to invite me to events. It was just, you know, again, there was maybe 10 people in the room back then. Now there's like hundreds. It was something that brands were paying attention to, which is why, you know, they did want somebody to run their Twitter. Their Facebook page was really important at mm-hmm. the time. A lot of customer service, a lot of things happened through Facebook at the time. Now things have kind of evolved and, you know, eventually Instagram did come on the scene. So they wanted somebody to really sort of pay attention to that. So that's why I got into Kiehl's and then the blog just kept bringing in more and more opportunities. And so I was there for three years, four years. I don't even know, I was, but it was great because I was consulting. So I was like half the time at Kiel's, half the time on my blog and, The world just changed so much in that time. Instagram came up, started working with a ton of different brands. I started hosting events. How
0: did these brands find you? Like how, like you said that you started working with these brands like pretty early on, like brands started taking notice and interest as you were blowing up. So how did they find you and kind of like, how did you forge those relationships with them.
1: Yeah, it was just a completely different way. It was slower, but so meaningful. I feel like all the big brands within like a year of themselves were like, we need to start getting into this landscape. And if you just Google the review, you know, again, now the internet is so crowded. But back then, you're reviewing something, you maybe would see like, Vogue, alert, me. (laughs) So you had such great, yeah, you used to be able to get first page, second page ranking on things. And we were talking about brands. So if I was reviewing a Clinique product and Clinique was one of the first major brands to reach out to me, they were, you know, they probably had some Google alerts or something out and they'd see the review. And back then it was really nice too, because it was less about like, oh, we think you have this much of a following or this. It was more like, wow, the quality of your writing. We li- really liked your feedback on our product. We thought what you had to say was great. We'd love to start inviting you. We'd love to send you X, Y, and Z to get your input before it launches or right when it launches. You know, so it was kind of just very organic in that way. And then when one brand sees you at something, you mm-hmm. know, then and you get on one PR person's or one it's agency snowballs. list, you know, this is like, yeah, it's snowballs. And when you've been doing that for 15 years, you're just somehow on everyone's list at that point. But that's pretty much how it started. And I was really lucky. I got to have a lot of great opportunities working with brands, being in ad campaigns, you know, being in magazines, being on air for brands. It just opened a lot of doors that I think I was not really in that mindset, mm-hmm. you know, especially coming from marketing for these brands. I was really thought I'd always be on kind of more the corporate end. And suddenly I can't imagine you these opportunities around. <laughs> Yeah, I just rode the wave. It was a very confusing wave, but a really exciting one.
0: Life's supposed to be confusing. Life's a roller coaster. Yes. What have been some of like the yeah. craziest or like most memorable events you've been to? I know that's such a hard question cuz like you said you've been doing this for years, but like if I'm asking you right now like what is something that so stands out from your event experience?
1: I mean, I think the first time I was like on a real set, I remember I'd done some ads. I'd been in a, you know ad for Elle, but I shot it myself. But I remember the first time I was in Cosmopolitan for a CoverGirl campaign. I got like a page and a half and just showing up and like having my makeup done and getting ready and, you know, being for this. I mean, it just felt impossible because I'm like the first, furthest thing from a model <laughs> or coordinated. So to suddenly be in that opportunity. And I think my other one, which is so random, but cover, actually both from CoverGirl, which is hilarious, but they many years later sponsored Times Square for New Year's and I'd never done the New York experience, but they rented out the Hard Rock Cafe. So we didn't have to do the whole like wait in line, be outside. We could actually like be in a venue drinking fancy champagne and having this beautiful evening and then go outside when we wanted to and see the performances and see the ball drop. And when the ball drops, it is like the most magical thing. Like this confetti goes up and it just feels like New York City. You're in like, what do you call it? A snowball? Yeah, like a we snow globe. Shake, snow globe. There you go. It felt like we were in a snow globe in New York City. And I just remember that and even my my boyfriend will say, like, that was one of those moments where we were like, wow, this is so beautiful and, like, special and incredible. So I feel like those two are probably some of my biggest moments. But there's so, so many. I mean, you get to go to award shows. You get to go be flown all over the world. You get to meet so many of your heroes in the industry. Like, there's, there's countless amounts of things. But those just popped up.
0: <laughs> I feel like everybody... If you want to call yourself a New Yorker, you have to do the ball drop like at least once. I know it's like so touristy, but have you done it? I've done it, yeah. I've you, done you it. You did
1: the whole like stand there
0: with like a million oh, people. I stood there. It was thankfully like one of the warmer so winter nights. Yes, yeah, so many questions indeed. I had to get there at like one p.m. and obviously the ball dropped at twelve a.m. So I was just standing there, and you like couldn't use the restroom or anything. I was gonna you say like you eat. can't go to the bathroom,
1: <laughs> right? You can't eat. You can't no. like leave because you're never gonna find your friends or family you ever can't again. Can't do anything.
0: Like, you're like a cow corralled in like a little gate. Yeah. You just can't <laughs> move.
1: Like, I don't think I can do that, but I really, I have to say it was really, okay. So you know what I mean? When that drop ball drops. It's so, well, I'm glad to hear it's so magical. Cause I feel like I do the cliff notes of things. I'm like, oh, that sounded really hard, <laughs> but I just got to like be warm inside the hard rock and then pop out for like these wonderful moments, which. Seems a little bratty yeah. when I say it like that.
0: No, um, it's not. I mean, I did it when <laughs> I was sixteen. I would never do it as like a functional adult now. But I mean, it would. Suck I don't now, think but... I could
1: hold it from one <laughs> till midnight now and no, not eat. It's really, not what's the happening. Food for me. I think I'd have to have so many snacks and waters and beverages, and it's cold, right? It was a situation. Yeah, it really. Oh my god, was, you but... a hero, hero. I'm glad but we I agree. It. I really agree. It is something, something very special.
0: It is, and so. Something else very special is that you are a renaissance woman. You do <laughs> so many freaking things on earth, Laura. Oh you are also are you an editor or a writer for New Beauty? What do we What do we call you? Your I'm a guest role editor. At New Beauty
1: guest editor. Um, I so this is do, New Beauty
0: magazine. Yeah, freaking awesome! If you haven't checked it out, like we this love is New like beauty. the bible for beauty. And okay, yeah, tell us about your role there.
1: Yes, yeah, so New Beauty's been amazing. I mean, I've known the team for so long. I feel like they've been family even before I technically work there, but I've done videos for them before and a lot of their events. So two years ago, they were just looking for kind of a unique person. And I'm kind of the, I always say I'm kind of like a fill-in for a lot of things. Like I don't need to necessarily do one thing. I can support a lot of different departments. And because they know me so well, they're like, we kind of need somebody to help with influencer. We need somebody who has great relationships with beauty brands. Mm -hmm. It worked because... I kind of have a lot of different complementary skills. So my role sort of shifted originally. It was going to be more events, influencer video, and, you know, brand relationships. And it still is that. But I'm doing, I have a column called Pretty Connected Prescription, which is so fun. They have a virtual event series called New Beauty Live and get to curate a bunch of giveaways, which is so fun. I do a lot of fun lifestyle ones and we get so many viewers. But yes, I do a mix of things for them. Um, I love writing for them. I love just all they have a great beauty subscription box called T- Test Tube. It's a tube filled with amazing products worth hundreds of dollars for like thirty dollars a month or thirty dollars every quarter. Sorry, it's great. I it's a great beauty subscription service. And then they have a VIP box coming out for the holidays. I think it's like twenty five full size products oh, valued wow. over a thousand dollars for like two hundred and. Something. I don't know. We were kind of working out the final numbers that's coming out, but it's it's really fun to see all these great brands and be able to continue my relationships with them. I think that's sort of been the goal of my career is it might be doing a lot of different things, but they all come down to working with amazing beauty brands, getting to share stories, getting to, you know, curate things and kind of share things with my audience. I feel like those are the overarching themes of my career that I just love to do.
0: And you, you gave me a gift. You gave me a, a gift one day. That was when you texted Only one me. Gift? Oh no, you've given me a lot of gifts, but this gift has <laughs> been the gift that never ends. The gift of advice. The, that too. Okay. So you, clearly or the gift of a product. You, I, I, I
1: can't wait to hear
0: what, what is this gift? You one day texted me. You're like, Hey, like i where my new beauty is testing out this thing. Like, I'm not sure what it's going to do, but like, I think it's going to be cool. Yes. Like, here's a code. Just, just sign up. I just signed up for this vague thing. And now every Friday I get a text message with all these yes. freaking high-end beauty products every single Friday. And it's completely free. I still don't know how. And all you have to do is pay shipping, which is like $9. But every Friday, like I get this sick, ass freaking skincare product yeah. from new beauty. And I don't think you, can you sign up for that anymore?
1: Yes. It's called beauty pass. Beauty It's pass. still like a share, you know, you just look up new beauty, beauty pass. It is so amazing. I mean, that's the kind of stuff. And funny enough, uh, we were developing that before COVID started, but that has been, has completely taken off and it is exactly what you described. It is a free product on Friday. I mean, I think at that time they don't usually really, they never release what you're going to never, yeah. The text is going to be but I got some Intel that it was going to be the Sunday Riley good jeans, which is like a really expensive product. And I was like, It's free. It's full size. And I think I just like to, they're like, yes, you can share it with your people. Cause it was hard to describe in the beginning when it was such a like, it's still a little hush hush, but it's, you know, it's it's out there. We want people to sign up. It's exclusive. So I was like, okay, who are my beauty girls? And I just, I was like, you're going to want this. This is what you're going to get. And once you're signed up, you literally get notices every time we do a thing. And it is. I mean, they've worked with some really amazing oh brands. God, I mean, yeah. so many high-end brands and it's such a fun surprise. It's not like you have to buy it or subscribe. You're just either interested or not, no. but we get like testimonials that like, I was driving and I saw a text and I pulled over <laughs> to buy, cause you got to do it while, you know, we now have a lot of it runs subscribers, out, so yeah. if you want the item, you it runs out, like you got to order when you get the text message. It's also so good so, for gifts. Like if I
0: don't want something, I'm like, oh my God, my mom's yes. going to love this. And I'll just get this like 100%. $200 product for $10 and just ship it to my mom. But I love it because now it's a thing with me and my friends. You told me I could share it with a few people. And so every single Friday, I don't see these girls every day. Like I live in LA now. They live in New York. These are my old colleagues at the old PR agency I worked at. Every single Friday, I know we are going to text. We're going to discuss what the beauty product is. We're going to discuss who's buying it, who's buying, who's trying to get two. I don't even know if you can get two, but like... We talk every yeah. Get your friends to sign Friday up because it's one
1: per customer. So get get your people, get your parents to sign up and get you an extra. I know there's a few where I'm like, oh, I could have used. I mean, I still do them too, and I'm like, wait, I need two of these.
0: <laughs> Literally, it's
1: amazing. It's amazing. Oh, they're gonna be so excited you said that because I feel like that's exactly the reaction we go for, and that's why I love New Beauty Magazine because it really has a great digital presence, events. It's got so many different you know services and sending products. And then also, of course, the iconic magazine.
0: So iconic. Such an icon. So
1: iconic. So it's very fun to work with them. And yes, more to come. I can't wait to see what comes up next Friday. I know.
0: I'm literally so excited every single week. So I want to talk about your accessories line. So in 2018, you started it. Did you always want to start an accessory line? No, it's so funny. I got
1: into product. So 2018, obviously, far before the pandemic. And it really was, I used to carry around this, Sony mirrorless camera back in the early blogger days, everybody had the point and shoot or the Sony or Canon mirrorless camera because iPhones were not what they are today. And it was just a great camera because it could connect to your phone and you get high-quality photos. So if we were gonna do an Instagram post or whatever, just get good content from events, you had to carry a camera. And I never wanted to carry one of those like Sony label or Canon label straps and the straps were so lame back then you could get like a guitar strap off Etsy or like a scarf strap and I was going to just what like a, a lot of place. different types of event. Yeah, it was a tough, it was a tough it was a tough situation and like sometimes you carry it in your purse but it wasn't very convenient. So I just eventually started to make my own camera straps and I would just go to the garment district buy chain. I had these skinny chains, but they were so heavy and it was like held together by a bobby pin. I always joke and I had charms on them. I just like loved making my own and people would always try to buy them. And I was like, this is so janky. I do not trust your camera (laughs) to my chains, trust my camera to my chains. But you know, so many people bought that camera. And because of me, they were like, what camera do you use? And I would always get compliments. And I was like, then they'd be like, where can I get the chain? I'm like, you can't, I make them. And i just don't trust myself to do this professionally. So after a few years of that, I think it was probably from 2015 to 2018. I was like, you know what? There really aren't great camera straps for these cameras. Like, let me just look into it. You know, I obviously went to FIT. I was like, let me talk to some of my friends and fashion design and bag design and kind of see if there's something we can do. And I partnered with a friend of mine who kind of checked out some warehouses I was interested in or manufacturers I was interested in. And the next thing I know, we had a silver chain. We did it in long and short. And that kind of started this whole craze. iPhones were getting better. I myself was leading this camera less and less. And I was like, you know, it's a great bag chain. It's a great water bottle chain. It's really cool as a necklace. Like we were starting to kind of get creative with it and doing events with brands. Like I did this cross country with Burt's Bees where we did water bottles with my chains and I added charms to them, kind of going back to my old school heritage of charming up chains and people could pick like their initials or letters. And we had had so much fun. It was just like a little side thing that I didn't really pay too much attention to. I never, you know, worked with somebody at your caliber for PR. It was just like this light thing. That was fun. I was so busy with my like on air brand consulting blog event, kind of half of pretty connected. This was literally just a little fun extension, like a little passion project and like a thing that people wanted. So I made them it wasn't like a big focus. And then COVID hit, it was crazy. Seven trips canceled, that. like everything just, you know, paused in terms of my, it's funny. Cause I really think it's important as entrepreneurs to really diversify our income. Sometimes if we feel like Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be more competitive. Like when I started blogging and Instagram, it was not a saturated space and now it's such a saturated space. So I always wanted to have the events leg, the consulting still on air kind of parts of it, just in case one month, one end would do so well next month. It's a different part that does so well. So all of a sudden COVID hits and it's so crazy because it wiped out all these panels and on air appearances and things and trips that I had planned for the next four months. And, you know, at the time, especially we didn't know how long it was going to go, but I was like, oh my gosh, like normally I can just rely on the next half of my job, but it really took so many, I was like, okay, these are all canceled. That's fine. I could use a break. I was still working with new beauty. Uh, I have a few little things, yeah. but I was like, wow, I have a lot of time on my hand. And at the time I was like, oh, we can now use our chains with our mask. And it's not something I would have like, you were like, you were
0: one of the first people that pioneered that the, the mask chains, you literally, yep, The mask like chain. everyone thinks, I'm sorry, let's call her out. Should we call her out? There's no, an influencer no, no. It's fine. That's it's that fine. pretended like she was the OG mass chain girl but it was Laura It was a right lot here of there likes. were a lot of people that popped up situations
1: with mass chains that you know but you know at the end of the day we had such an amazing you know because again it's not especially when we started I wouldn't even say making them we had the chain we had the website we were so lucky but at that time in COVID you know nobody thought it was something that was going to last up until present day we were thinking like oh gosh we got to be in for two weeks you know two week situation to so pissed about the two week situation, and we're like, oh, this thing will be like a month. So it wasn't this type of a product where you're gonna like go out and make. We're just like, hey, here's a very convenient way. No, you literally to like called make me. Make sure you don't lose your mask. You called me and one oh, day. Yeah, you're my model. This is like this. I did. I literally was like, okay, Juliana, again, we can't have interns. I can't have like anybody because this is like deep lockdown. The, I think we just came COVID. out of lockdown.
0: No, it was in it because it was, was going, 2020. Like, yeah, it was like. And we
1: might have been in it. I literally was like, I, I. You can be six feet away. I just need to like take your picture. I need to throw some chains at you. You'd seen I'm my stories, I was like, okay, we got to get photos. I got to get this out to press. I was like, okay. Because the reaction was massive. I was like, guys, here's what you can do with our chains now. Not just a camera chain and a water bottle chain and blah, blah, blah. But like, strap to your mask and you can pop it down when you're eating. Pop back up when you're like in the car so you can just wear it so you don't lose it. And we also were so lucky because I'd had this product out for years. So all these influencers, editors from all my oh, life, Burt's Bees DIY events, my sunglass had DIY event. Like I did a lot of these events. So many people had the chain and they were like, wait, I can do that. So they're reposting. And I was like, oh, this is a thing. I was like, and of course, Juliana being one block away from me, as we established earlier with my neighbor, I was like, I need you to be my model. You can wear whatever you want. So I'm Literally like, shooting like wearing her. wearing a my hoodie, camera. not thinking it was
0: going to be anything. Like, we're standing in the middle of this like grassy field, and I'm wearing a hoodie. And then the next week, my face and her chains are plastered Everywhere. all over. Good morning, America. Today, e news, daily well mail. And good
1: yeah pick a thing i'm like you're a star i like, just I'm, text you your photo an international
0: <laughs> mask chain star okay like down the street she if i was wearing my too. regular face no one would recognize me i put on a mask and a chain oh my god you're a star
1: she was a star that picture was everywhere she's a star so we'll that have to show started everybody our
0: relationship She's
1: not just a PR badass. She's also be your model.
0: So that's crazy. Like, which was amazing. You were really able to pivot your business. Like you had to think so yeah. fast and so quick. Like you said, like so everything fast. you knew was just wiped out. And you just started mm-hmm. pumping out these chains, rebranding. Like it was, you partnered with yeah. a lot of different mask companies. You even, you even partnered with Beauty Blender, which is a huge brand. And so yeah. you really made lemonade out of lemons and you gratefully <laughs> were able to have, is that how, is that the, the saying? I was going to say lemons out of lemonade, yeah, but that it, doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, you got it. <laughs> when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. And that is exactly what we did. What we made did. lemonade,
0: we made lots of
1: lemonade. It was crazy. Yeah, no, we, you know, and even getting to work with Kesha, which we haven't even talked about that, you got to be a part of that amazingness, but yeah, working with Beauty Blender, We went to work with so many cool brands, sequin jewelry. You know, again, it's like I have a background in what I have a background in, and people think like, oh, because you know everybody. But it really was a lot of work, but I was up for the challenge. I mean, we're indoors all day. We're not getting ready. I had time. And it was fun to have something really exciting to work on and do. I got so much amazing positive Mm -hmm. reinforcement Women I who were like, oh, I've been in sweats, but when I put on your chains, it makes me feel so cool. Like, this is the most excited I've been to get ready. Plus, everyone their mother literally was making masks. Making masks was such a big thing. And people were like, are you going to make masks? And I was like, so many people are doing that. Like, I'd rather partner with all these cool brands, inc- including Beauty Blender. They had a cool mask. And I was like, I had a cool chain I was, like, working on. I was like, let's do my chain with your mask. It's Beauty Blender Pink. And, you know... I was so lucky to have those relationships and that's part of, I think, what makes things so fun because then I'm on their Instagram page, they're on mine, on the website. Like, it's really exciting. You know, if I'm going to be kind of stuck at home, let me see what I can kind of create and do. And if I'm not being creative, I think that I just like, will drink wine all day you, and watch you bad TV. You would never do that. Like,
0: literally, TV. you don't
1: stop. Oh, I think I would do that. You don't stop. <laughs> I think I would definitely do that. I'm like an all-or-nothing kind of person. I'm like, no, this won't work. But th- the thing about the chains, especially during that time, it was such an opportunity because being in media, you know, people are constantly pitching their products, but the editor has to want it. They have to use it. And then if they do and they're getting tons of compliments, they want to write about you. So you really have to be on top of your game to have your images ready your content, your website, your inventory, which was such a struggle during COVID. Everything was a struggle because we were selling so much more than we had in previous years. We weren't, especially once you're on TV. Good Morning America Today show, their conversions are like on another planet. It's so They're many so, orders from there, I bet. The reach, oh my God, the reach, I mean, we sold out. The reach is so insane and you're trying to make more, but you know, we have a high quality product, custom plating. It's not like you can just like snap your fingers and it comes out of air. So it really was a challenge from that. Plus, you know, I'm home, like, packing them all. Like, I'm sorry to the first generation. I'm, like, adding our little, like, coin to it. If they fell off, please email me. I'll send you a new one. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, you're just rushing to do everything yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, you're literally packing them in tissue paper. I had to refigure out my packaging because now it's really, like, a mass chain. Make extra cards, explain that it's not just a mass chain. You can use it in six or seven different ways. And just think about things more because, you know, I was writing like personal cards in the beginning. And I was You're like, like this, this is not sustainable. Is not sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. My fiance's like packing on his free dime. We're just literally packing Those by chain. little like, worker bees. I'm ordering, we were little worker bees. It was really cute. Out of our living room now, now I'm like a big girl and have a warehouse and it. like real processes. Whereas I was definitely flying by the seat of my pants, um, you know, because you have to be your operations, marketing, digital, Everything you've got to do, wear all the hats. Plus we had new products we were working on and, you know, go through the processes. So it was fun. And we were getting requests for men's and kids. So we came up with like even more chains and that was just fun. It was fun to like have a project during COVID because like I said, I had time. So
0: completely. And
1: actually I didn't. And when this thing took over my life tenfold. So um, yeah, so that was kind of it. But yeah, then, like the PR was amazing. And then being able to do partnerships was amazing. And then being able to work
0: with people like you was amazing. Um,
1: yeah, it was quite a was Yeah, let's was talk road. about
0: that. So your accessories line has been featured in the Netflix hit series, Emily in Paris. And a ton of celebrities have worn it like Sarah Jessica Parker, Debbie Mazar, Bethany Frankel, Patricia Field, you know, everybody. But one of the really, really big things you did this year was partner with the Grammy nominated singer songwriter Kesha. Um, We did like a whole press campaign together. I really want to get into that, that you gratefully looped me into. How did that partnership come to be?
1: I mean, it was so serendipitous. I was at Dinner with a friend. She and I, she owns Body Beauty, my friend Sylvia, and... She had sent Kesha some products and they had gone super viral. I think Refinery29 or one of them who wrote about it. she like loved them. Um these are you love them, They're the I know. Butt masks. Her like butt sheet masks, <laughs> the butt sheet masks. And she was like, Kesha's amazing, you know. Oh my god, I could so see her in your chains, and she's just like selling me on this as if I need any selling. I was like, Yes, just tell me where to send it or give me your manager's contact. I'm happy like a dream. She's like our dream demographic, you know, it was kind of what I saw for the Chains in general. So yeah and she's like, all right, let me just email her and ask I'll send her your website. I'm like, great, she like hits the send button. And she gets a note back or like, literally I check my inbox and it's like, Kesha, request your chains. And I was like, did you just do this? I was like, how did, did you give her my contact? She's like, no, no, she hasn't written back. Or she just written back being like, yeah, give her my contact. I'd love it. And I had gotten an email at literally the exact same moment that I was asking her. Yeah. From her assistant. So we were emailing her manager. Her assistant emailed me and was like, want to change? So it was this super serendipitous for this film. She had seen it, um, on the street on some girl and was like, where'd you get your chain from? And she's like, that's the first time I really interacted with a person was like yelling out to them where that chain is from. And they were like pretty connected. And so then her assistant found me, um, and requested them. So I was like, I'll send it to her assistant. I'll send it to her manager. And then she was amazing. She posted about them. She like loved them. And she really just got our brand. Like, Using it with her phone, using it with your water bottle, you know, wear it with your, do whatever you want with these chains. So I would just sort of like send her like new stuff coming out. And she loved her OG, you know, the one that put us on the map. And a few months later, a manager came up to me, came back to me and was like, Hey, would you be interested in collaborating with Kesha? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I will be very interested in collaborating with Kesha. So that was kind of a turning point with the brand, anyways. Sir Jessica Parker had been such a huge influence. I mean, she was wearing it like every day and getting us so much press, and she was just incredible. And we were just so on the map with all the press we were getting, or you know, organically through the brand. And I was getting a warehouse because obviously I could not be doing all the things anymore. And I really started to get my packaging market. Everything was a little bit more in a company format. We had support with people. I wasn't in the place I was six <laughs> months earlier, eight months earlier, where I was like, oh my god, I can't even get an intern because we're not even allowed to commute. And I, you know, we had been in touch for a while. I'd been working with a few different PR people, and then. And some got new jobs or I don't know, whatnot. And really, like, I just needed somebody super capable in the support team. And you were perfect. And obviously you living next door although you've left me for LA since. Hey, I'm back literally so every ideal. two weeks. I can't stay away. You see, I know, I see you on Instagram. I'm like, great, great. Really, you're back, as far as I'm concerned. But it's so true. Like, it just made it so much easier to not have to worry about, you know, we could just meet, see you a block away, or let's go get yeah. some matcha and sit outside and, you know, hatch this out and divide and conquer. And, you know, I had a photo studio I was working with now. Thank God I could do that, because photo studios were closed originally, so I didn't have to take the photos. So anyways, it was a lot of coordination, but I mean, you know, she was like amazing to work with. And so she asked, I sent over some, you know, a contract and kind of what we could do. And we became partners and we Mm -hmm. designed, she was really into yin-yang. She was seeing them, you know, I think everywhere. And it was sort of like a symbol that really meant a lot. And for me, I think everybody was going through a time of like needing balance and you know, harmony. light and little light in the dark and harmony and all this sort of stuff. So the yin yang really just spoke to the brand. And we did two of our iconic chains with a special limited edition Kesha coin one side with the yin yang. The sex inside had pretty connected in her signature. And it was great. She did the most amazing, beautiful campaign in LA. Um, the photographs were just oh my god, die so for. Amazing. And so amazing. We organized an incredible virtual event together. And I think it was just like a really yeah, fun project for us. we had like, I feel like us. 50
0: of the top Totally. Yeah, it was an- for that event. We had like fifty of the top editors, like in the world, come to it, and it was this. Yeah, it was very special, awesome. Like right at that point, that people weren't really doing in person events, no. and also like obviously she lived in LA, we lived in New York, and so at the time it was a Zoom event, and it was so successful. I don't think I've like had a brand Zoom event with that many people that were like so engaged and so on it, and. We also you know. coordinated these awesome one-on-one interviews with editors and Kesha, and then we we had a lot of coverage from pitching and communicating with those editors. Obviously, okay. after the event, and Kesha like actually came on the event and was talking with Lara, yeah. about just like how everything came to be. And it was just so wildly successful. I mean, I think we had we had so much press coverage after that, like feature articles, just front and center. The chains. And- it was
1: the gift that kept on gi- giving. Yeah. She. It still is giving. Still I giving. think we're going
0: to be in some holiday gift oh, 100%. guides.
1: We've had so much luck with it. I mean, it's such a great product. I mean, the nice thing about this chain is it's seasonless. You know, the one specifically worked with her was like gold, rose gold, silver, just, you know, the universal colors. There's something for everyone in the line. And, you know, massive and not gone away. Plus, it's it's still meant to be. It holds its own as a necklace. I mean, I'm wearing them right now as necklaces, you know. So it's kind of meant to not just be a throwaway product. I really try to be sustainable in my everyday life. And I want people to not just have this thing that, you know, you can only wear during the pandemic and then you kind of get rid of. I want it to feel just as much as yeah. jewelry. People wearing those bracelets. People are always doing cool things with the chains. You're always doing cool things with the chains.
0: I'm doing so many things so with those. Many things with chains. <laughs> I can was... hold my car keys on yeah, them. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like there's so many things. So I just wanted that to be kind of a thing. And it's nice. It's timeless. I like to think in 10 years and, you know, they don't, Tear, they don't tear. They don't um, tarnish. They're really high quality. So you can yep. really wear them forever and ever. And I just hope people do. So it's been really nice that they're still coming up in media and just such a relevant story.
0: So I'm not sure if I'm allowed to ask this, but if you can tell us, I would love to know. So we mentioned Sarah Jessica Parker earlier. I know she's seen all around town, just organically wearing your chains. So can we expect to see your chains on the new Sex and the City reboot and just like that?
1: I don't even know it, um, but I'm, I'm having drinks with her on Thursday. But basically, she included my chains. I mean, it's not exactly her, her wardrobe from the show, but a lot of similar. And the, obviously, the Carrie necklace, which is available on Patricia Field's website. And there's the original tutu, not the one she wore, but the same style, also from Patricia Field's store. So she curated a lot of existing pieces and just mm-hmm. stuff that felt like her. And so we were one of the items in her closet, which was so exciting to see. So they did like a little influencer day and I was like zooming in on all the photos and I could see the chain in the background. So that was pretty,
0: pretty great. Well, that's the cool thing about PR and like your longevity in this is it's a, it's a mix of things. It's the PR, it's the social media, it's the people that have partnered, the celebrities wearing it, your hard work, like all of it. But We're at the point where, yes, we can be doing PR and we are doing PR, but also like you have so many stuff just popping up organically because of the work that has been put in in the previous months and the previous years. So like like you said, things are just popping up. Like editors, we reached out to that. Okay. The Real Simple and Allure articles, we reached out to those editors in July and they just went live last week. So these editors remembered it. It's November now. They remembered it. And they put it in their holiday gift guide. So it's like we did that work months ago and it's still every... Okay, the nature of this podcast is the gifts that keep on giving.
1: Gifts that keep on... But you also know too, you know, editors don't necessarily when they come to your vet are able to write about it at that moment or have a story. So it's really about being top of mind. It's really about being approachable you know, sending them updates, sending them product, making sure that they're using it, excited about it. And when they see a natural organic fit for it, that's why we've been in so many different campaigns and things is in that moment, it's just a good fit. It's not that they knew when they got it, you know, something like when I sent to stylists, it's not like they knew, oh, I'm going to get this job doing, you know, the Sex and the City Airbnb. But when they do, it's like, oh, I should include this because I know this would make a good fit. So I think we've been very fortunate in getting it in the right hands And Mm -hmm. we've been generous gifters or found, you know, I've done a lot of events and things where it's just there. And so when people see a brand that they know is loved by media, by editors, by celebrities, by, you know, people in general, they're, like, excited to share it when it's a good fit. So I think that, you know, I'm always big on playing the long game. It's never, like, and even with you, I'm like, we can't, don't stalk people. Like, I know from being an editor, it's hard because... Oftentimes, people are so anxious to get covered. They're like emailing you constantly. They want to give you the product they want, they want, they want. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it still has to be a really good fit for whatever they're working on. And that's what I think the key is. It our will success be one day. It might be one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: absolutely. So we've just been lucky that, you know, so hopefully the TV stuff, the shows will pan out. And you never know. You just kind of like hedge your bets. You just kind of throw I mean, it was like see what sticks to the wall when you like throw a bunch of things out there and yeah so holiday should be holiday is always a busy time in general and like i said we have such a universal gift so hopefully we have some more exciting stocking gift stuffer. guides stocking stuffers um you know and where everything in the line is like under 40 dollars, so we try to be affordable and have something for everybody so what's next i don't know the big question mark but hopefully it's exciting
0: yes <laughs> we'll wait and see well thank yeah. you so much for coming on today it's been really fun just reliving all this stuff since i've been That's cheering hard. you on from the sidelines and also like we said i've been able to get so involved lines. in from the front lines i'm in the front you're lines right, now guys been
1: right there with me you have been you're such been a right big part there. but you do you've done such you've been such a big Contributor to this brand, and you know, when you are such a small team, it's hard to do everything. And so, having somebody like you to really get it out there and really understand the brand, and follow up, and just be a point contact—that's
0: what I do. Eleven Eleven, I'm your wish. You are
1: my wish. You are definitely my wish. So
0: I love it. Thank you so much for saying that. It makes me so happy, and I'm excited for what's to come. Where can our listeners find you? It's pretty connected at Pretty Connected on social, and
1: it's just PrettyConnected.com/shop. The store at Pretty Connected Shop, but literally Google Pretty Connected, you'll find me. I'm easy to find.
0: She's everywhere. (laughs) I'm everywhere. You're easy to find at this point. (laughs) Thank you.
1: All right. Thank you. This was so great.
0: is a Red Rock music podcast and is powered by ACAST. I'm your host, Juliana Martins. Our producer is Emma Martins. Our executive producer is Red Yokim. For more, follow us on Instagram at Behind the Media Podcast. New episodes weekly available wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back next week for another look Behind the Media.